And now, it's time for the Titan, Titan, Titan Medical Lifestyle Podcast. Every week, with Titan Medical Center CEO, John Sikoris. Broadcast on Facebook and Instagram, live, live, live. He's here to educate and motivate you on fitness, health, and medical science. Let the Titan Talks begin. What's up, guys? John here from Titan, and I'm in the studio with my good man, athlete, friend, Big Drew. Big Drew, I'm here. I'm excited. It's Friday. The weekend is here. we got a lot of good stuff going on in the next couple weeks. I'm ready to do it. Oh, yeah, man. A lot of big shows. Big shows. we got the PCA show coming this weekend. That's in Sanford, Florida. And then next weekend, the Florida State Deke show. That's a huge, huge NPC show. Yeah. Deke always puts on a good show. Ian always puts on good shows, the PCA, so back-to-back weekends, and then tomorrow we got a Specially Fit Foundation. Specially Fit kids are going to be out there. Shout out to my boy Ben, too. Huge, huge. So, yeah, August 11th, we've got the PCA USA, but this Saturday, the Specially Fit, the games are awesome. So, if you guys don't know what it is, it's really, really cool. It's for the special needs athletes, and instead of winning, like, a trophy or a medal or a ribbon or whatever they win, as far as that goes, they're going to be able to win cash at this. And that's really, really cool. And that's another thing Ian's doing for his athletes. I'm sure they're, they're going to win cash if they win. So that's really, really cool. But especially if it's giving back to these athletes, these special need athletes that really don't get that monetization or they don't get the money or sponsorships that some athletes, pros, um, and bodybuilders may get. So it's really cool to see them giving back. Yeah, I love it. Um, Mark, the guy who actually puts it on, I've known him for a few years now. Uh, after he graduated from USF, he opened up his own CrossFit gym. Now he's switching over with the Specially Fit Foundation. Is doing so well. That's his main thing. Guys, these kids get so amped up when they work out. I get goosebumps talking about it. It's, it's the best thing ever. Seeing the look on their faces when they pick up a lift. Or they, get, they, they get each other amped up. We can learn a lot from these guys. A lot of guys in the gym nowadays, they put their headphones on. They're quiet. They go to themselves. They don't encourage each other. Put the headphones out, put the phone down. Watch these kids work out. You can learn something from these kids. Absolutely. They, they really get it in. Up, yeah, you know, they really get it in. It's about positivity, man, and really helping each other out. You know, I mean, of course, competition's gonna be there, but you know, you gotta put down the side of that, have the sportsmanship side of it, you know, right. and, and really you know, help that neighbor, I guess. Yeah, have know, fun I, with it. Have fun with it. I really you know, I think that's missing in today's world in general, man. I think, you know, yeah. I know like, you know, some of these things you have to be very, very selfish in maybe some of the things you're doing. But, you know, it's about not being selfish, too, and being genuine, I guess. I think if more people were more genuine in some of the things that we're doing out there, we'd be in a better world than we're in a better world, you know? Exactly, yeah. I really you learn a lot from these kids. A lot, a sure. lot. For sure. No filter on them either. They tell you exactly, exactly what they like what they don't like, so going to be fun. Yeah, I love that. You know, I, I, my kids like that too. I mean, when kids are like that, you yeah. know, growing up before, you know, I guess that innocence is lost, you know, and they're really just broke out to reality of what's really going on in this world. Yeah. They will tell you like it is. Exactly. You exactly. like it or yeah. not. So. If I'm looking small, they'll call me out. So I got a car, but that's <laughs> another cat will be true, I don't think. But, uh, <laughs> so at that point, yeah, I mean, we've got these events. We've got the NPC event next week with Deke as well so that's gonna be a huge event and they're both like in the orlando area so sanford's right outside orlando florida state classes in orlando so uh we're pumped with that we got a ton of gear to give away as far as t-shirts tank tops for ladies all those new neon ones if you guys haven't seen those yet or ladies have not seen those yet we're gonna be out there representing so it's gonna be really really cool i think it's awesome man um today in this in this day and age so 
What are your protein sources? Because I'm going to ask you a question after this, Drew. What do you like to do protein-wise? I used to do protein shakes. I did the whole chicken for a while, the ground turkey. Uh, Right now, I'm just beef. I either do ground beef or actually get flank steak and actually have them grind it so it looks like ground beef. So pretty much now, about 90% is beef, whether it's steak or actually ground beef, but all red meat for me. It works best for me. I like the zinc. I like the creatine in it. It keeps me full. Like literally full in my stomach and also full in my body. So, and it tastes a lot better too. It's not so dry like that. So beef it is for me. Beef and egg whites basically. I agree with you, man. You know, obviously everybody knows me. I'm a steak guy, so I'm a beef guy too. Um, you know, just I'm a carnivore. And I like the yeah, amino right, profile. Right. It's got the best amino profile in it, uh, as far as when you're talking about steak and stuff like that. So, you know, it is what it is. Now, chicken, I eat, you know, during lunchtime, I've been working in there. I did a chicken video. I want to show people that, mm. hey, listen, I can cook chicken too. This is, this is, this is, this is Mr. 10 egg whites every morning for years, right here. <laughs> I actually got 10 of my office we're going to eat before. Real show, eggs. So. Hard-boiled eggs. Right. The whole, every hotel we're at, he has 10 <laughs> eggs. They bring right to his table, no matter what. 10 eggs. You got to have it, man. You got to have I guess we all have our, I, I, we all have our things. See, I'm right? lazy. I drink them. He eats them. I got to eat them. Man. I got to drink them. Get it over with. You know, I, I like injecting my meals <laughs> and stuff like that, but protein-wise, I definitely like to eat the protein. Now, if, I, if I'm if i on the road and stuff like that, I guess a yeah. shake will do. Yeah. And on a 7-Eleven, I guess they have like those shakes. I mean, so if you were going to recommend a shake, I guess, we've been on the road, what do you think? Is there, is there a good one you recommend? Um, or you mean like a, a protein powder shake yeah, or like a make-it-at-home shake? Well, no, I mean, if they're on the road, they're not going to be able to make it. Unless, I guess they got their shake or um, they could possibly take one. But if they're on the road, man, it's like uh, muscle milk or... I definitely... Or I, I wouldn't use muscle milk. I wouldn't use anything that you could buy at a gas station uh, just because the quality is not that good. Okay. Even if it says lactose-free, it'll make your stomach feel funny right. and the ingredients is this long. Right. I'm not a protein powder guy, but I would probably choose... Um, all Max makes a good whey protein. Okay. Um, PS makes a good whey protein. In terms of weight gainers, I'd probably say uh, BSN Synthesis. Even though it's a whey protein, it's high calorie, has sugar, mm-hmm. tastes real good. And they're actually partnering with Cold Stone right now. So the, all the BSN products have the Cold Stone flavors and it tastes tastes real, real good. Uh, it has a little cool. bit of sugar, but it's good if you want to gain yeah, weight. It's good yeah, if you want to gain weight. It's cool. All right. So... So that's, that's Big Drew's. I mean, mine, like I said, I'll get like a shake or something like that. Or I'll try to stop. I'll use Uber Eats. Or yeah. if I'm somewhere and I can't go out and get it, I'll have them bring it to me. So, I mean, that's uh, that's the best way I think I can do it. Um, Exercising-wise, you know, when you're doing these exercises, do you think that protein's a big, big thing? And how much protein do you think you should take in before your workout? Um, before you work out, depending on what you weigh, I would, I'd probably say at least 40 grams. Um, if, you're, if you're a heavier guy, 300 plus, maybe 50, 60, yeah. but your body's not really going to take in that much protein. If you guys do like five or six scoop protein shakes, you're wasting your money. Only do three, three scoops tops on your protein shakes, no matter what brand it is. Because even if it's 30 grams, that's 90 grams, you're borderline. So right. uh, I'd probably say 40 grams for guys, 40 to 50 for guys, maybe 30 to 40 for girls. Uh, with your protein before you work out. Then after you work out, the same amount immediately after you work out. Yeah. And then after that, wait about an hour to eat. Let that protein get it and absorb anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm about the same. So about 40 grams yeah. is what I would, I would I would say myself. Yeah. You know, that's that's generally, and usually it's 20 to 40, depending if you're a female, male, whatever it may be. And it just depends on you know what your diet, what you're trying to achieve, and how everything's going. But, you know, ultimately, I, I eat protein majority of the day. Um, I don't eat a lot of carbs during the day. You know, I eat some carbs, obviously, and some carbs for energy and build and stuff like that. But, you know, I try to keep carbs at all time low mm-hmm. because of uh, diabetes and sugar and all that. Right, right. Um, I don't want to convert to fat. I want to stay as lean as possible. 
Exactly. So, you know. I'm more of a car guy, so. You like cars? Gotta have at least 100 cars for each meal, otherwise I don't feel full, like, I'm moody, so. (laughs) I gotta stay, I gotta keep that energy out. I might do a 30 day no car just to see, maybe we'll film it a little bit, see what happens with my body. Just just to do it, I mean, if you guys wanna let me know what's gonna happen. Right now, 300 pounds, I'm fairly lean, I eat pretty much whatever, I want a lot of food, so. If I could switch it up and do carbs only for 30 days, just to see what would happen. Uh, I think I get pretty shredded, but uh, yeah, the scale's so gonna go down, so I don't want to step on the scale because it's over. Are you scared there? Yeah, yeah. You probably look bigger though. I, I'd probably lean out a lot. Bigger, yeah, I'd probably know? look like I'm prepping for a show or something, but uh, <laughs> I'd probably be eating candy and uh, oh my like, god, hell out I do it, but I, I gotta do it. something different. I've been doing the same rice and beef for so long, switch it up. Why not? That's another thing I get yeah. all the time. Like, how, how the hell can you eat the exact same thing every day? I get it all the time, so I need to do it too. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I, for me, it, it really isn't that hard. It comes pretty easy yeah. because that's what I like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like anything else. If you like it, it's, you know, nobody's yeah. forcing you to do it. You're doing it by yourself. So, I mean, at that point, it pretty much comes that easy to you, right? Yeah, especially too, if you can get over that plateau. If you guys start a new diet, you're eating the same thing every day. At first, you get tired of it. You, you don't want to eat. You don't want after about three or four weeks, your body's programmed. So as soon as it hits that 90 minute or three hour mark, whatever, however you space your meals, yep. you're automatically gonna be programmed into being hungry. Yep. And if you can get past that, you're actually gonna be programmed into wanting the food that you hate in the beginning. So you might even crave like tilapia and broccoli and rice, or crave steak and rice because you're, you're on time. So the same reason why your body's gonna crave the food, you'll start craving that. That's why at nighttime I always get cravings for egg whites and oatmeal, just because I, I just crave it. Wow. I might throw some additive stuff in there, but yeah. I mean, if you guys eat brownies every night, you're gonna want brownies every night. Sure. You know, it's, it, I'm an ice cream guy, so yeah, I yeah. crave that ice cream at night. So yeah. I, I, I'm not a guy. I definitely like that. You know, it comes to another thing. So, you know, if uh, and I don't get to politics or anything like that, but if anybody was telling me government wise or anything like that, they're gonna take your protein away, like your steak and beef or anything like that. How, how would you feel about that? Um, if the government was taking my protein away, I'd probably... You feel loud? Can you, can you measure all the bodybuilders around the world? You, you cannot have any more steak or beef anymore, or you're limited to a certain amount per week. And people have to do that for health problems. So I, know, I know Canada got free health care, so I might, have to, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to kill two birds with one stone and go to Canada and get my protein and my free health care, because I need protein, I need my food. I don't want protein powder, I want meat. Yeah, right? Yeah. But you got some tofu or some broccoli. It's the same amount of protein, right? It's a a supplement, (laughs) it's not the real thing. Even you guys that drink shakes, you have like three meals, three shakes, nothing is the same, it's an actual. It's it's nothing like chewing and swallowing and feeling that fullness. Yeah. You know, if you drink it or just get it over with, it's okay, but you know, it's not, it's mentally, it messes me up mentally. It's more of like a synthetic thing, like a process thing to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I always talk about, you know, getting the least processed food you can possibly have, trying to home cook your meals, doing that for your kids if you have kids. Mm-hmm. I'm really teaching what it is because your body gets those nutrients by, you know, assimilation from that food. It gets down, it breaks down the food and assimilates into your body. Right. You know, like we're talking about if you train your body to want these things or just need these things, right. you know, it takes and assimilates into the body immediately absorbs. So at that point, um, you know, they should really know their sources of food too. Right? I think exactly. the source of food. If anybody's trying to limit our source of food, I'm definitely gonna be upset about it for sure. Yeah, I'm looking at Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll ever get past or anything like that. But I just brought it up because somebody asked me that. Hey, listen, John, what do you think about all, all the cattle going? Oh, I don't know. There are some countries though, like uh, like India. 
um, where cattle are or cows, they are like goblin. They're like right. So you can't you can't eat them over there at all. Can't yeah, we could probably have lamb or other stuff too. Or yeah, no, for sure. Other sources. I mean, if they take away one protein source of meat, I'll probably have to go with another one. But but to take it out altogether, I don't know what I would do. I think they just process chicken. Just probably, have you seen some of the chicken? That, I don't even eat chicken anymore. Really. I mean, I'll eat Chinese food chicken or like bad chicken, but in terms of at my house, I can't remember the last time I cooked chicken. It's too dry. It's too, I don't like the texture of it. I mean, you guys are doing chicken too. If your chicken is dry, just ground it. Just take it, buy your chicken at the Publix or wherever grocery store you go to, take it right to the the guy that grinds the meat. He'll grind it for free. It looks ground like ground beef. Mix it in with your rice. Easy to eat. I can do that if I'm prepping, but boneless chicken breast, that's... Here's your good chicken fillets. I was just cooking those the other night because they're... And honestly, you know, the way that, that I keep them so they are tender yeah. is with a little bit of lemon and stuff like that. It, it, it'll keep them a little bit moisture yeah. and it'll go a little bit on like That's the Greek way, like the Mediterranean style, like we eat chicken sabaki and stuff. Yes, yeah, so you guys know how to cook. I don't know how to cook. I just make it edible. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, make it edible. I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, I want to eat and I want to, you know, I want to yeah. enjoy every little bite. Dude, yeah. Food to me is fuel. So yeah, I see exactly. it's like a car, right? I need exactly. to put it in so I can I can move. Uh, or, or gain or do whatever. Yeah, I, I'd rather eat food that doesn't look right than eat food that looks right and feel bad. Like oh, a couple weeks sure. ago I had someone seeing what I was eating and it was just she asked what it was. I said it's just plain ground beef and plain rice. And she's like, What do you use for season? I said, It's just plain, plain. And she's like, That's disgusting. And when I looked at this person, they're clearly out of shape. Now, I'm never going to call someone being out of shape this and that. I don't do that. I don't care if you're 400 pounds, 100 pounds. Right. I respect everyone who just goes to the gym. Do what you want to do. Right. If I started thinking the back of my head, what I really wanted to say is I really wanted to be like, I would rather eat something that looks disgusting and feel great than eat something that looks great and feel disgusting. So I'd rather have the food look disgusting than me look disgusting. So a lot of times people don't have that thought process. They just eat because it happens. Um, especially with obesity in this, in this country, oh, God. a lot of times people don't call it out before it's too late. You know, if you have a friend that's an alcoholic, if you have a family member that's losing their job, if you have a, someone who's doing bad in life, normally they, you call that person out. You say, hey, look, uh, what's happening to you? You're stressed out or, you know, you need to stop drinking or you need to stop doing this. Or, you need to stop whatever. But for some reason, when people are overweight, they just push to the back. So what happens is as the years go on and go on, they just keep gaining more weight and no one's saying anything to them. And then next thing you know, they're 50, 100 pounds overweight. Then they think I'm too far gone. Right. It's too late now. Right. So there has to be a better alternative. We could tell people, you know, not don't, we don't have to be rude to them. But right. I mean, if you see someone kind of getting out of shape or kind of having, you know, yeah. blood pressure, whatever issues, yeah. you know, maybe just kindly say it to them the same way you would tell someone that's not working, complain that they don't have any money. Maybe you should go get a job. Or, hey, I, I know this person's hiring. Yeah. We need to help people that need to lose weight. Same thing. Hey, you know, if they're losing, maybe not say it to them. Maybe, hey, come check out the gym I work at or come this and that. You know, just yeah. get them in the right direction before it gets too late. We need to stop letting it become so far gone. I mean, it's not good to be rude to people. But at the same time, if you have friends or family members that are 50 to 100 pounds overweight, everyone's seeing it and no one's actually saying something. Don't wait till it's too late. You know, diabetes, diabetes comes up quick, real, real quick. Silent killer, man. I talk real about quick. it all the time. You know, diabetes yeah. is a serious thing, and what we're doing in America these days, there's all kinds of A1C medicines out there, diabetic medications. People are on insulin. Really? Insulin's expensive as hell and cheap as hell to make. Mm. You know, so that, that's a big, big thing. 
And like you're talking about, like you, letting people and making them aware of what's going on. Exactly. I mean, and not being rude about it. You can say, hey, listen, you know, a lot of people complain about how they feel or their health, have health problems. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, listen, you want to feel better? Why don't you come train with me? Or why don't you come have a workout with me? And you don't beat them down the first workout because exactly. at yeah. that point, they're going to be like, oh, man, they ain't worked out in 10 years. They just get discouraged. You just yeah. put them through this hell of a workout. The next day, they're not going to be able to lift their arms. Exactly. Especially with the kids, too. I saw this. I would follow this one girl on Instagram. Her name is Starla or something like that. But she's like six-year-old girl that lost like 40 pounds. And for someone who's six years old, that'd probably be the equivalent of me or John losing over 100 pounds. Hell yeah. She has pictures on her Instagram. What I'll do is I'll put a picture on my page or I'll put a picture in the story. You can check her out. This girl is like seven or eight year old and she's got tilapia and chicken breasts and she's posting every day and she's stepping on the scale. If a kid can do it, it's easy for one thing of parents or older people, but I, that was the first kid transformation I've seen. So I'm gonna post it up and I'll keep you guys aware of what's going on. But Very cool, man. Get it going with the kids too, and especially with the specially fit one on tomorrow, this and that. Like the kids, when it comes to fitness, a lot of times kids they don't they don't work out unless they're playing the sport. That's right. You know, if the kid's nine, ten, eleven years old or even your son's kids age, are less active than ever. Or, or maybe even your son's age. They don't they, they don't, don't go outside anymore. Yeah, they don't actually work out. They either play baseball, they play volleyball or soccer, football. But a lot of them don't actually work out just to be in shape. So I feel like kids, if we can get them started at that age, even if you don't play a sport, work out to be in shape, to be healthy, to look good. It'll, it'll stick for a long time. You know, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, and not only it makes you look good, but it builds confidence. Yeah. And kids need confidence these days. Or even in gym. I mean, a lot of these gyms, they don't take kids under the age of 14 yeah. or 16 or sometimes 18. Why not have a gym? Why not have a gym that has certain days? Okay, Sunday, family fun day from 12 to 4. We let the kids come in that's 12 and under. You know, we monitor the stuff, you know, make sure no one's getting hurt or whatever. We have to get the kids used to being in the gym yeah. around that, around, you know, other guys or girls that are working out. Get them around that. You know, most times people don't even step foot into the gym until they get to college. They go away to college, people on campus go work out, they want to get the arms right, go see some girls. They go work out. It's true. The get the yeah, yeah. You get that, get that pump going. Make a couple phone calls. <laughs> chill in your room. You know how it is. Yeah, back in the day, it used to be crazy, but but yeah, it's like that. Get the kids involved. Get them working out, not to play a sport, just to work out. Hell yeah. I mean, our kids are our future, man. They, you know, you hear this in those old, old sayings, man. They always come back to haunt me, but it's true, man. The kids are our future, and educating them is key, and not just. Uh, tell them bad information, but let them really know, like, hey, listen, your health is number one, and it should be number one important to you. You should want to be physically fit. You should want to eat right and not feed them garbage because, honestly, I, I believe it's a shortcut. You know, a lot of people are working more than ever nowadays, mm-hmm. parents-wise. There's a lot of single parents out there, single mothers, single fathers out there, uh, and it's hard. Yeah. I, listen, I work a lot of hours, and, you know, and I have a lot of means, but at that point, there's people out there that don't, and they still work a lot of these hours, and it's hard for them to come home, cook a meal, Go to the gym for an hour, you know what I mean? So I understand that, but don't make excuses and definitely don't sell your kids short, you know? I see that, you know, don't if you, sell if, if, if you can start them on a good habit, especially if they don't play a sport, a lot of kids, they don't play sports because to be honest, they're just not good at it. Right. But anybody can be good in the gym because you know, all you're doing is lifting weight or running or doing cardio. So anybody can be good at it. There's plenty of bodybuilders out there that are top little bodybuilders, Mrs. Olympia, Mr. Olympia, top top athletes in the fitness industry where they're only being looked at their physique, not performance, that can, they have no coordination. They can't dribble a basketball, they can't throw a ball, they can't hit a ball, they can't do anything. If they never stepped foot in the gym just because they weren't athletic, they would never know what they could do now. So, I mean, 
And just imagine if you start the kids that are working out, eating right now, and then all of a sudden, once they get to be older, if they do choose to do that, it's going to be, I mean, I never worked out until 2006. So I can't imagine wow. if I ever started when I was younger. Jeez. I was, I, was, I was always, you know, bigger, had muscles, so yeah. I never worked out until, you know, 2006. So I, even my foundation stuff, you know, squatting and deadlifting, if I did that from an early age, I wouldn't have problems as much as I do now doing it now, you know, with the mechanics and everything. Yeah. I mean, well, genetically, I mean, you got to know, I mean, that's just your foundation to start with. And after that, it's drive hard motivation, which you're going to put into it, you know? Exactly. And after that, you know, you can go past, you know, what genetics are, I guess, to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's all about feeling good, looking good. And everybody's different shapes, different sizes, but being the best is exactly. good. You know, exactly. I mean, I really believe that. And like you said, don't discredit anybody, no matter if they're 400 pounds, exactly. 100 pounds. If they're trying, yeah. that's huge because a lot of people don't even try. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you guys saw the post I posted. I would... Like when you make fun of someone who's fat or out of shape at, at, at the gym, that's making fun of someone who doesn't have a job that's at a job fair. Right. You just don't do that shit. Like you, right. if they're there, they're obviously there for a reason. Now, if you want to make fun of something, not make fun, but if you want to let someone know that they're out of shape, do it when they're home eating unhealthy, sitting on the couch. If someone's 300, 400 pounds at the gym on the treadmill sweating, man, I get to be goose. That's the shit I love. Like that's what I want to see. Yeah. If a guy's ripped up and okay that's great you know you know what you're doing yeah but it's the people because not only that you have to think about if someone's three four five hundred pounds you know how much courage that takes to go into a gym with a whole bunch of women in sports bras tan ripped up you know how much courage that takes to go in there and work out so just them going through the door to get in there is like they automatically get my applause and then they see them killing themselves in the treadmill when they know they may have people looking at them they get even more respect and then next thing you know the weight starts coming off they get all excited this and that shout out to AK Dub. And that's what it is. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and that changes lives. You know, it changes people's lives. You know, I, I know big transformations we've had with patients here. Yeah. Um, and some of those people, they're busting butt in there. And if you are busting butt, right, and you're eating right, and you're training correctly, you're sleeping, you're doing all these things, and you're still not getting the results, that's kind of my, where the hormones might come in. Right. You might want to get blood tested to see what's going on. Because if you're not getting results, you're doing all those right things, there's something going on that might be an underneath problem, exactly. an underlying problem for you guys. Yeah. And we can help you out with that, but I'm not going to get into that. You guys can call a text about that. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, health should be number one priority, and I think that's what we built in our, in our society. And I think that it is... I'm trying to find a PC way to say this, because I'm all about PC. So uh, we're allowing people to say it's okay to be unhealthy, to be exactly. unhealthy, which should not be okay. We should at least be telling the truth and not be afraid um, to tell the truth about right. what's going on and not being rude like like Drew said, but at least telling people, hey, listen, you know, you being overweight, maybe 60, 80, 100 pounds right. can cause these health elements, ailments and could cause you to die quicker and right. it could cause stress in your family, you know, and so on and so on. It's a domino effect or you teach your kids, this is okay. Exactly, and it's not just about people that are overweight. People, and the thing is, this is how messed up that you know the world is, or America, whatever you want to call it. If somebody's 200, 300 pounds overweight, no one will say nothing, they'll let it go on for years and years and years, and then they'll just be labeled as that big person, right. wherever they go, or when they start hanging out with other people that are their size, to kind of not feel a certain way. Right. No one says anything about it. Now, if a woman or a guy is anorexic, bulimic, they need that help too. Right. So if they're 80, 90, only 100 pounds, six foot tall man or a woman, if they're if they're half the weight they should be, or 75%, you know, if they're really, really underweight, 
it's crazy how people will call them and say, hey, you're too skinny, you need to eat something. They help them out. But if someone's too big, they won't say, you know, come to the gym with me, you know, maybe I can show you how to eat or send them a YouTube video with someone else that got the progress. You know, if they're bigger, they won't say it, but if they're skinny, they will say it. It needs to be both ways. You know, if you see someone going downhill, whether it's in their job, whether it's in their relationship, whether it's with drugs, alcohol, weight, bring it up to them early. Don't put it in the back burner because it's not going to go away. I agree. You know, it's not just going to go away, you know. If you put it in the back burner, that, it lets them know that now they think they, they fooled you. So it just keeps going on and on and on. So, you know, just talking okay. about health is key. I waited way too long to get into eating healthy, way too long to working out. Everyone says they go back in time, this and that. So, I mean, and another thing, too, is you can look great on the outside, but look like shit on the inside. That's right. And I don't mean your personality. So, there's plenty of guys and women that look like statues, but on the inside, they're messed up. Now, that's when they come into Titan and we get your levels checked. You might need glutathione. You might this and that. So, just because the mirror looks great, too, doesn't mean the inside's good. So, all around, whether it's medically, whether it's Anything you just want to be healthy when you're when you're healthy, well rounded. That's when you have a complete life. Absolutely, that's when you have a, a complete, complete life. Feel better, look better, perform better. Man. Exactly. That's all about. That's exactly. What it's all the about. Cupid. <laughs> that's right. That Cupid. You guys saw the Cupid. So yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think we've covered a good amount of things for these people. Yeah. You know, another Friday. It's our second Friday doing this. It's second awesome. Friday. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Keep coming. Do some training. Do some things. Last week, so. Drew, we were training biceps last week. Yeah. And uh, Drew had a pop in a bicep. Got a little pop up here. You see a little indent. Um, Feeling better, though? Actually, it doesn't feel too bad in the bicep. It feels under because I went and had it looked at, and they okay. said that uh, I pulled tendons underneath. So that's why it's a little swollen, a little indented right here. Gotcha. Going like this hurts, but this isn't too bad. So, so in the shoulder area, you're starting to get some maybe connected tendons in the shoulder. Yeah, I think because what happens is the bicep when it pulls, there's tendons underneath my delt. So like underneath there, it pull. So if I go like this, I feel it. This is fine. Gotcha. It's tender. I don't want to go too heavy, but um, gotcha. again, I didn't warm up enough. We were filming. I want to get a, get some good looking weight for the film. I'm just being honest. You get crazy so, up there. Uh, I put a lot of weight on the preacher and just it just pops up. <laughs> Well, luckily, nothing too serious happened. Yeah. Winter black and blue, thank God, and, and, and we can rehabilitate it easily. Hopefully, the TB five hundred guys. Yeah, we're gonna run that. that PC, PC, I'll talk PC. about that next couple of weeks or whatever. TB five hundred is a great, great therapy that we provide here at Titan Medical. You come in, get your stuff done. TB five hundred, what it is, guys? You basically spot into the muscle and it actually repairs the connective tissue and ligaments. It actually fixes the problem rather than taking Advil and just numbing the pain. Because what happens is guys take Advil every day going to the gym or ibuprofen or leave whatever you take. It numbs the pain, but then you're grinding, grinding, grinding. So you need more of the medication. A lot of bodybuilding guys get into stronger medication that cause addictive problems. Just fix the problem. Repair the connective tissue. The TB500 does that great. And there's a couple other peptides that do that great too. You can ask, ask the medical guys about Absolutely. it. Guys, if you guys are doing anti-inflammatories, that will be... Um, not good for your progress as far as gaining muscle, guys, all right? So we know that. That's a fact. With TB500, it does work systematically. So that means that you can inject it subcutaneously anywhere in the body. It's going to work all throughout the body. You can inject it closer to the area. Now, BPC-157, body protection compound, that's one you're going to inject closer to the area. You can inject that with the TB500. They're going to work better and synergistically together, right? Good work. Awesome. Separately. 
and different things that they do. So as far as connective tissue, like you said, TB500, it's good for joints, muscles, tissues, tendons, ligaments, mm-hmm. all that, right? BBC the exact same way, but what they both do is they actually help bring your blood to the area to help it heal mm-hmm. because right. inflammation and swelling pulls it out. Right. So that point helps it heal faster, quicker. Um, so I'm anxious to get Drew on some TB500. Never tried it, but I'll see if it helps my elbows. And- <laughs> And that state record, I'm coming for that state record bench if it helps with these elbows. Right, cool. So I think it's another Titan Talk Friday or Freestyle Friday. We're still coming up with what we're going to call it. But we're in here rocking and rolling, guys. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Big Drew. It's Big Drew signing off. See you next week. Again, tomorrow, especially uh, fit. Sunday, PCA show in Sanford, Florida. And then next week, the mid-Florida in Orlando, Florida.